This podcast is brought to you by Walt Disney Travel Company, Disney's official holiday specialist, bringing you great deals on Disney hotels, Disney tickets, and Disney holidays. They don't just sell Disney, they are Disney. Because Walt Disney Travel Company is part of the Disney family, you'll get that special Disney welcome and first-class service from the moment that you speak to them. Their Disney experts and website can help you plan your Disney holiday in detail. Whether your heart is set on a trip to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, a Disney cruise, or a Disneyland Paris break. Plus, there are great deals and offers too. Now, on with the magic. Hello, I'm Giovanna Fletcher and welcome back to Journey to the Magic, the pod all about Disney holidays today on the show. I am so lucky because I'm going to be chatting, or I am chatting, to one of nation's best love TV presenters. It's Davina McCall. I am so excited to have you here. How are you? Um, I can't. I woke up this morning really excited. I was going, it's today. It's today. I'm going to get all the stuff out and I'm going to get my lanyard. I'm so excited. Well, you have brought things with you. So I've usually we have ears to give people. No, no, no. no. I've bought all my own. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I have got a bag of about 30 sets of ears. And I was like, really? she probably doesn't want to see the Christmas ones. I'll leave the <laughs> Halloween ones here. Okay. <laughs> I've got the woolly ones. I've even got a bobble hat for winter time with ears on. I love that. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. in case. Because mm-hmm. we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. cold, we still need ears. I was ears. a brownie. <laughs> be prepared and you've got your lanyard my lanyard is I'm not going to be fooling around with it too much because it's so noisy because the but metal on here for anyone who needs to hear it let's hear it limited as well. edition listen to that people that is a weighty lanyard that I've collected over the last let's think of it 17 years wow yeah of, um, this is going to be a long podcast I am so ready for yes. it so ready <laughs> Let's talk holidays in general, mm-hmm. first of all. What is your ideal holiday destination? What do you look for in a holiday? Um, well, nowadays, I mean, it's always changing. As mm-hmm. you know, with kids, it's um, forever kind of developing into something different. So when they were younger, it was anything with water sports or anything that we could kind of go and do visit, uh, but mixed with a bit of beach action or whatever. Um, and then as they've got older, it's more somewhere that you can take friends with you mm. somewhere. Often I might rent a villa or something where everybody can come and stay or people can come and go as they please. Because now I've got 19, 17 year olds. Sometimes they don't want to come for the whole holiday, but they oh want to dip gosh, it. I know. That must be heartbreaking when it's, that happens. It's really, well, it's really weird, but rather lovely because it's... I always used to say to people, my goal in life is for my kids to leave home and never look back, you know, because they are that confident and yeah. happy. I've slightly tweaked that now that I have got a 19-year-old because <laughs> I do want her to look back sometimes. Um <laughs> But, you know, she's gone to university and they get these whopper holidays. So it's really great. She gets her independence. She gets yeah. to go away. And I still get her for kind of enormous chunks of time. So it's it's always something where we're trying to think of the the family as a whole. You know, yeah. like somebody gets something. There's something for everyone. Bit of um, doing stuff, bit of relaxing. Hot? Cold? I prefer hot. Mm. I mean, I am kind of, I'm a Mediterranean person. I'm half French. And I definitely like to feel the sun on my skin. Can you remember your first holiday experience? Yes, I I think the first sort of beach 
experience that I had was in Tenby in Wales. <laughs> and um, I just remember sand being just the most amazing thing. I was with my granny and my granddad because I lived with them. And um, I was three, between three and four. And um, just how excited I was, sea, sand, yeah. sand castles. It was amazing. And then after that, I remember going sort of around Europe with my mum. I would have been maybe five or six. Always did you drive sunny. or did you? Dri always driving yeah. holidays because she lived in Paris. So we'd just sort of drive to wherever. You know, I remember driving. We drove to Italy. We drove to Greece mm. even. Yeah. Amazing. Driving places was a big part of my childhood. Mm. Like and where did you go? Italy. Around always to Italy? Yes. Like it was Have a you big seen thing. all of Italy? Well, no, no. It was to family in different parts. But yeah, we, we drove all the time. And, and we how would much have, family have you got out there? Oh, everyone. We'd talk oh, to someone. Wow. Yeah, we'd be talking to various boys. And dad would always come up and go, oh, great, you've met your cousin. And we'd be like, oh, oh. dad, don't ruin the dream. <laughs> um, but I can remember the three of us being in the back of our car. And it would be so loaded because we'd go in for the summer. And one of us would have a cool box under our legs. We wouldn't be able to put our legs And we'd be cross-legged the whole way to Italy. Um, you know, and I go, oh, yeah, just so many great memories of of travelling like that. And then the first time getting on a plane and going to somewhere like Tenerife was just... <gasps> Mind-blown. Yeah. Mm. Can you remember your first holiday involved getting on a plane? Um, well, it was weird because I travelled on a plane quite a lot to go and see my mum in Paris. Um, and I used to go unaccompanied from four years old, five <gasps> years old. Mm. So I, wow. I did that a lot with a little envelope round yeah. your neck with your passport in it and everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god! When you became a mum and you had a four-year-old, you must have just been like, "What on earth?" I know. <laughs> um, what has been your most favourite trip ever? I mean, I know this sounds like you're paying me to say this, but I'm. You're not. I. All my. Oh God. Sorry. You're already going. I feel like I need to hold your hand out throughout the whole of this podcast. You probably will. Every time I talk about it, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> um, so it was probably, I mean, the first Disney movie I ever saw was at um, 35. No. Yeah. What was it? Um, it was Cinderella. <laughs> and um, we had some neighbours where I used to live and they literally saved my bacon. So um, it was Mandy and Greg. They had three girls. I had a daughter and... Um, at the weekends, she used to wake up at 5.30 every morning and it was quite hard work and very exhausting. Mm. And um, at 7.30, Mandy would phone up and go, do you want to come down? Let's have some breakfast and a cup of tea. And her three girls would just, my daughter just loved them. <laughs> and they introduced her to Disney. But I said, I've never seen a Disney film. And they were like, what? What? You've, you've been robbed. And I sat down with Mandy and her girls and I remember it was about nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday and they, she showed me Cinderella and it was just so innocent and sweet mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> it felt like something possibly that I didn't have when I was a little girl. My life was quite... I mean, I had a good life. My, my granny loved me so much but it... It represented something, I don't know, that maybe is missing or... I don't know what Disney does to me, but it makes me incredibly emotional. So I spend my whole time when I'm in Disney crying my eyes out. My kids love it. <laughs> I was like, she's off. She's going. And um, can you remember your first trip there then? 
um, oh, vividly, because Mandy and Greg, who are the people that showed me my first Disney movie, said, we want to take you. <gasps> they took you? Yeah, so they said, we're going to show you how to do it. It was like they were taking around, you know, there were my kids, there were two of them when we went, and then me, I was the third child. <laughs> like, I was just absolutely blown away by the kind of feeling, the emotion that came with going there. Mm. How did you feel... What, for me, it's walking into Magic Kingdom. Mm, it's exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, I think walking into Magic Kingdom is the big one because the music gets me first off straight away. I find, you know, music basically has become my drug of choice. If I want to feel anything, I listen to music and all of the Disney songs. Mm. I mean, the other night, I, you know, we sat down and we just listened to the Pocahontas soundtrack. I'm gone. Like, whenever <laughs> I listen to Pocahontas, oh, God, it's just really finishes me off so you walk into Magic Kingdom and the music's already starting and then there'll be some sort of kind of 20s little performance going mm -hmm. on in Main Street and of course the castle you know yeah. and then you see the castle I've already got goosebumps <laughs> every time we take somebody new I love taking new families so we then took the mantle from Mandy and Greg and um their kids kind of grew up and went away. And then we basically have gone back to Disney every other year since then. So since Tilly was 18 months old and Holly was about three, we've just gone every single year. <clears throat> so from watching Cinderella, mm. after that, did you just immerse yourself in all things Disney? Mm. Well, then I then I just thought, okay, I need to watch all of them. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast then became my favourite very quickly. Um, then that all got blown out of the water um, by Ariel. <laughs> um, the Little Mermaid's my absolute number one favourite. I like her because she's feisty. Yeah. So she's a bit sort of, you know, I don't want to, I want to be different to everybody else. And I really related to that. I kind of mm. thought, oh, I love Ariel. So I just immersed myself in every single Disney movie ever. And it's one of those things that you kind of want to do if you know you're going to go back and visit Disney. It means even more yeah. when you have immersed yourself in all of the characters. But I love Magic Kingdom because there's a lot of really historical Disney there. Yes. So even things like Mickey and the Philharm Philharmonic Orchestra and it's 4D and for all ages, I was completely blown away mm -hmm. by the 4D-ness of it. You know, you're dodging kind of musical instruments or brushes or everything that's kind of flying through the air at you. And then your legs get brushed by something and you're kind of, you know, with air being <laughs> blown in your face. And that was something that I probably didn't discover until maybe my fourth visit. Because you really do start doing a lot more. Yeah. In the park and really using your time. I get, I'm a logistics person. Are you? Yes. I love. Oh, I love a sheet. Oh, <laughs> I, itinerary under yes. the door every night. Yes. You know, this is the, this is where we're going to. These are the rides that we're going to go on. This is what you need to wear. We're up at eight. Do you have a theme then? Do you say to everyone, we're going Hawaiian tomorrow? No, I often think about water rides. So if I know we're going to go to Splash Mountain, I will say you might want to wear workout shorts and a wicking top so you dry off quickly because we're going to go on Slash Mountain yeah. and, you know, you're going to get soaked if you're lucky. <laughs> um, but themed wise, I don't know. Have you ever been to the Lilo and Stitch breakfast? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so good. So yeah. unbelievably good. Yeah. I think it's because uh, you get table, yeah, mm -hmm. you get table service mm. and the food, I think... 
was the best I've ever had in terms of breakfast at Lilo and Stitch. Mm. But the characters are so good. Yeah. And um, Stitch, my daughter had a Stitch hoodie. <laughs> And she had the thing up with the ears. <laughs> she had the hood up and she was having breakfast. And Stitch comes over to her. I've got goosebumps again. <laughs> so brilliant. I've got such a good picture of Tilly and Stitch looking exactly the same. I was like, oh, this is too much. Oh, and you have that thing as well as you, you go back each year or each other, every mm. other year and your kids have grown up. Their understanding of it mm. has changed slightly. They request to go. I've never, ever, ever made my children go to Disney for mm. me or you know because they think oh god we've got to go for mum it's part of their DNA and Holly is absolutely destitute because we have a thing where we go in October do you do that no we do Easter now t just tell me is Easter good for cues it is fairly good I'd say it's good because we go in October because the Americans don't have a holiday ah in so they're October. just there for Halloween in and out, are they? Yes. Okay. And because it's just before Thanksgiving? Yes. Um, so they're all off for Thanksgiving, but not before. Ah, so the queues are much so shorter. So the queues are much shorter. Um, but we've definitely worked out that it's the best time to go, and Holly doesn't get half term at university. Oh, no. So I don't know what to do. Oh, no. I know, it's very difficult. Oh, why does oh, she no. have to be so brainy? I know, really. She's, it's her own fault. Oh, gosh. It's her own fault. Yes. I'm trying to think, if Easter's good, maybe we'll think about going at Easter. We love it. We really, really love it, Easter. We could go at the same time. I've got to say, <laughs> if ever we're away and I post something Disney, you're always one of the first ones to comment. <laughs> Absolutely always. <laughs> What's that show with the boat? Is that at Magic Kingdom with the boat in the evening? And it's oh, an extravaganza. Uh, fantastic. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I cry every time at that. Every to be honest, time. I cry at everything. Fantasmic is just beautiful. Uh, I, I mean, you get slightly wet on your face. Yes, it's so, so fantastic. Do you always take different people with you? Um, yeah, because some people. I don't get it at all. Mm. Some people go once and then feel like they've done it. I don't know who these people I don't, are. They're like, what is that? What are they about? I, I feel for them. I always say to people, there is no room for cynicism. No, there isn't. In my Disney house. Mm -hmm. if, if you're going to be a person who is going to go, if I see that face like once, you're out. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack your suitcase and send you home. You've got to go and you've got to let the magic yeah. completely take you away. You have to immerse yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to not be cynical or embarrassed. You have to let the magic get you. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep that magic going for your kids. And then your kids will keep it going for their kids. Yeah. And I feel like the other parks mm. for me are... Really, Epcot's changing quite a lot. Yes. There are loads of places at Epcot that I really enjoyed, but Soaring oh, was so my first. Good. I mean, before um, Avatar, mm. Soaring was one of my absolute favourites. And I think for people that don't like roller coasters, yeah, it's a great introduction it is. to Disney. It's like a soft launch. And the other one that I love is the big golf ball. Spaceship Earth, yeah. It's got so brilliant now because you can design your house yeah, and it's about history and you learn so much on the way up and then on the way down you design your perfect house and then it's there yeah. when you land at the bottom. But I've got a really good tip as well for um, if you go to Epcot, mm. a great really good fun place for lots of you to go and have lunch is the teppanyaki table 
at Japan. Yes, Tepanido. So you have to book, obviously, you have to book in advance. This is why the app's so brilliant. Yeah. Um, so it's literally kind of a set your alarm type thing, wake up and just start booking food. It's so fun it's when you get so to start good, doing isn't that. It? And you plan your days. Okay, so we're there then, so we'll be in that park and then we're doing this. So, so what's your favourite restaurant then at Epcot? <sighs> And Epcot, that one, mm. same one. And they make the volcano, the smoking volcano yes. out of onions. And the food's really healthy yep. and really delicious. There are really good food options now at Disney. Yeah. Like They've massively upped their game, I think, in it's terms really of, sort of healthy, healthy food and healthy options. Like That's so good. So I love Epcot. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios? Um, Hollywood Studios, obviously. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Oh. Was it open the last time you yes. went? Yes. Oh, it wasn't when I went. Yes, it was. It had just opened. We landed the well, I crashed the Millennium Falcon about 17,000 times. But um it did I'm going to swap this. Um okay. but it did Quick swap. I'm, what are we on. going for? I've got an ouchie on my arm. So I'm going to go for the blue ones to match my wrist brace. Nice. Okay, got Take it. us back to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Star Wars, amazing. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, which we all are, we're yep. absolutely huge fans of Star Wars. I've seen all of it time and time again. Chester's first sort of thing that he could say when he was two, I would go, Darth Vader is, and he would go, bad. <laughs> it was like his party piece. <laughs> anyway, it was really exciting. So um, you kind of walk in, there's a Star Wars land where everything is done absolutely perfectly people characters walking around lots of people that you can see but we did a meet and greet with Chewbacca no how was that I've got a tip okay so I don't know if you know this but I oh sorry it's okay I had the longest hug with Chewbacca it was amazing and um uh it just went on and on and I was like oh my god this is going to be the never-ending hug like Who's going to let... I, I had to let go. You know what I'm like. I don't let go, do I? I'm like, it just goes on forever. <laughs> I thought, this is... What's what's going on? Anyway, finally, I let go. I thought, I've got to let go. And I said to Jessica, I had that Jessica was this lady that was showing us around. She, I said, I've just had the longest hug I think I've ever had in my life. And she said, oh, yes, our characters, when they hug somebody, they never let go first. Oh, my gosh. And I said, why is that? And she said, because you never know how much that... Oh, no. <laughs> that person needs a hug. That's so adorable. Isn't that so yeah. nice? So, I because I do feel like there is something about going to Disney if you need something yeah. in, your, in your life. Like mm. if you need a bit of love or you need a bit of magic or you need a bit of happiness or or you've had a hard time, or there's something very healing about it in a way. And I think Make-A-Wish Foundation or any of these um, amazing charities that take people that have had extraordinary tough times or um, are facing extraordinarily tough futures, like Disney's a real no-brainer to go to because it is a a place to forget all the bad things. That's the thing, isn't it? It's it's not just a theme park. No. It is so beyond that. Yeah. And like we said, if you do allow yourself to Mm. really immerse yourself, your children will be so grateful for that. There was a thing, I did Big Brother many years ago, and we used to have this show called Big Brother on the Couch, which was so fascinating because it was um, lots of psychologists sitting down, um, dissecting behaviour in the house. And I 
it was always so interesting to see it from a psychologist's point of view rather than just a sort of observer, which I was. And somebody talked about status-boosting moaning. Right. And, well, basically, first off, moaning is futile. It does nothing. It doesn't get it off your chest. It doesn't make you feel better. It just makes other people around you feel bad. Yeah. Um, so moaning just brings everybody down. So it's completely futile. It has no kind of benefit at all. So I learned that. I didn't know that. I always thought the kind of having a good old moan about something made you feel better. No. But status boosting moaning was something that I think people sort of might do about Disney where they kind of go, they belittle something or they sort of go, well, this is ridiculous. And then everybody else is having a good time, brings everybody down and it elevates them because they're the moaner. Yeah. And... Again, like I said, there's just no place there for that. It is that thing. It's something within you that it just creates so much happiness, hope. And I think that unless you go there and see it for yourself, it's something you can't understand. It's like, what are you talking about? It's a theme park. It's a mouse. It's, you know, but actually it's not. It's it's everything else that's been created and lovingly built around that that is so special I completely agree with that do you like the water parks yes um, I love um, Lagoon Typhoon Lagoon yes so good I mean again probably when the kids were younger they're not as keen on going now um I've got to say Animal Kingdom actually is rapidly taking over as our number one favourite for, for all of the kids. Every time you go back, I mm. feel like my favourite mm. changes. Like there was one trip where I feel like I started every day in Animal Kingdom. But mm. well, have you been to Avatar? Yes. <gasps> yes. I've never experienced anything like it. Avatar Flight of Passage. I got so depressed when that ride finished. Really? It was the one ride where I thought, I just want to go on that again and again and again. <laughs> Flying and... The banshee's breathing between your legs yeah. and it lands one foot at a time. I mean, it's unforgettable, that ride. Yeah. And the whole approach to it and even the water ride mm-hmm. going... Really beautiful. Oh, so, so pretty and beautiful and the music and the neon lights. and I mean, that's really... Pandora's just an amazing place to visit at yeah. Animal Kingdom. And the safari. I love the safari. I never quite believed the safari. I know. The animals all look so well cared for in huge open spaces. Mm -hmm. It's really breathtaking. Have you ever done Disneyland Paris or a Disney cruise? I am half French and I've never done Disneyland Paris, which is such a weird thing. But I feel like Cruise Liner is the one that I'm going to go on my own. On your own? Or, Or with, like, I need to find... One other person that wants to go with me that's as... Right, you and me should go. I really want to go, but I don't think the kids would want to go. Okay. And I want to go. Yeah. So I'm going to have to find... Like, you're going to have to come with me. Mm. Maybe we should go. Tom will come, right? Yeah, Tom will come. Yeah. I love Tom. I I don't really know Tom, but I love him so much. (laughs) Okay. I am going to take you back, Davina. Yes, take me back. Great. We are going to do your dream Disney day. Okay. Uh, Throughout the series, we've already got time hopping... We've got park okay. hopping. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. You know, so anything is possible in our dream okay. day. So don't worry, we will cram it all in. Okay. There are no rules. So first of all, where are you waking up? I am waking... Well, I'm going to wake up in the villa that we rent with all of our mates and um, I'm actually going to sneak out before anybody else gets up and I'm going to go for a run. Nice. How yeah. far are you running today? I'm running... Um, 5k that's nice. what I do it takes half an hour 
I know that's how long it takes. Come back, feel like I've really done something. Know my metabolism has started, kick-started. Feel a little bit smug as everybody else gets up and starts eating their breakfast. <laughs> and I think, I've earned this. Thank you very much. I'm going to change my ears again. Do it. I mean, um, we're on your dream Disney day now, so you need to be prepared. Oh, I like it. We've gone for the silver sequins. plain silver sequins. Beautiful. Very nice. Um, so I would do that then I'm literally like a tyrant okay come on everybody eight o'clock come on let's get going what are you having for breakfast I might if I'm gonna do my perfect day I would do either breakfast at um the contemporary hotel chef mickey so good chef mickey's one of my favorites it is a classic disney breakfast with mickey minnie pluto Donald, it's really good. Yeah. They come around, there's dancing. You get plenty of opportunity to have pictures and stuff with everybody. With little kids, little kids love a buffet. Mm-hmm. It's the buffet to end all buffets. Yeah. Anything that they can make into Mickey ears, they make into Mickey ears. You've got Mickey waffles, Mickey toast, like Mickey everything. <laughs> then I think I would kick off at Magic Kingdom. Okay, you're getting the monorail. I now. am getting the monorail. I'm from the contemporary okay. to the Magic Kingdom. I'm at Magic Kingdom. I walk in. I burst into tears. We walk down the road and then we are going right mm-hmm. to space. What's it? Future. Future. Future world. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Thank you. Tomorrowland. And we are going to go and do Buzz Lightyear. Yep. Which really makes me laugh. Uh, it's just all in kind of neon lights yeah. and we're shooting and there's something to win. I get extremely competitive. Um, so we're there. It surprises me, Davina. It's weird that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what is the other ride that's... Oh, Space Mountain! <laughs> oh! It's one of my favourite rides. Yeah. Also, they've got some amazing shops at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I have a Disney-themed Christmas tree every year. <laughs> So I have a normal Christmas tree, but I also have a Disney-themed Christmas tree, which the kids aren't allowed to decorate. That's mine. So I always buy some Christmas gubbins for for the tree. They do really, really good baubles. Have you ever been to the shops section? Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Yeah. Oh, God, that's really... That has changed so much. Changed so much in the last few years. But Disney Springs is amazing. And uh, in terms of merch, there is the biggest, most unbelievable... Um, shop full of kind of Disney T-shirts, mm. towels, everything. Yeah, I've got more Disney towels than you know. I think I've got every Disney towel they've ever made. I mean, Emma Willis literally comes over and she pokes fun at me every time because she's literally like, I cannot walk into a single room in your house without seeing a Mickey. I'm like, that's how I like it. Do you? What's it called? A secret Mickey? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can you see the secret Mickey? Yes. And now I see Mickey everywhere. Yeah. Like secret Mickey's everywhere. Even the kids point them out now. Yeah. See, we're doing something right. We are. We are. We are. Anyway, I would then walk past the castle hoping that I would see some action there, yeah. a show of some sort. I would then go to the Small World. Yes. Got to do that every single time. Um, sometimes people that are new come and they go, why are we on this? This is literally for toddlers. I go, shut up. This is what we're doing. This is a very important part of Disney. <laughs> Zip it. Um, walk around, hopefully see some kind of parade. The parade at Magic Kingdom, really good. Now, are you someone who will find your spot? and yes. plan? Yeah. Yes. Like half an hour before it starts. Yes. Like yes. I need to get to the front. Because if you get your spot, someone else goes off and gets snacks. Exactly. It's all good. Exactly. 
Splash Mountain, got to do it. Yep. Really love that ride. So good. And then I am happy to move on because I need to get to Epcot. Okay. Have you had Monorail. any food in after breakfast? Have um, you snacked at all? I am going to eat at Epcot. Okay. That's fine. I'm not sure where. And let me think about that. Okay. So we could go to Animal Kingdom. Okay. There's a rainforest cafe just outside the gates at Animal yes. Kingdom that I really like. And we go there with the kids and they really enjoy that. Then we go straight to Pandora. Yes. And blow our minds with that ride. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Then go straight to the safari. Then walk around. Then go to Nepal mm -hmm. and get on the Everest ride. Yeah. And then go to Hollywood Studios where um, if I need another meal, I'd go to Brown Yeah, Brown, Derby. Brown Derby. Yeah, Brown yeah. Derby. Um, I love it in there. It book in advance, but it's very old school American. Really good food. Yeah, it's and, very cool and a, place an to go oasis, to. Yeah. A bit of an oasis. I only recently did Tower of Terror. No, yes. what was stopping before? Just um, just the fear. The drop. Okay. The drop. I don't like drops. And I did my first ever roller coaster when I was thirty. Three. Okay. And my first ever roller coaster was Rock and Roller Coaster, which is the Aerosmith yes. um, roller coaster. And the reason why that roller coaster is so good is because it's in the dark. Mm -hmm. So you can't see the loop, the loops coming. But all of a sudden you think, I'm looping the loop. <laughs> but you d you're not aware of it. And then you come out and you think, oh, I looped the loop and I was okay. So yeah. I can do any roller coaster. If you've done rock and roller coaster, you can do anything. But it's really fun. Very loud music. Lots of neon everywhere. It's a fantastic first roller for anybody. Yeah. Because it's not too scary because you can't see what's coming. But it's an intense roller coaster. That moment where you're literally in your vehicle and it's the countdown. Three, two, one. <laughs> zooming off. It's so, so good, isn't it? So good. It was quite funny yesterday. We were looking through old photo albums or something or something with MTV and I interviewed um, Aerosmith. It was my first ever interview of a celebrity ever yeah. in my whole life. And they were so nice. Mm -hmm. And Holly looked at it and she didn't know that it was somebody. She went, oh, rock and roller coaster. <laughs> she thought it was like a made up band or something. I was like, no, they're actually. See, that's the problem. thing. I love that part of it as well. Mm. I love the preamble, the, mm. the setup yeah, of too. it. So good. It's so good. And then I obviously Tower of Terror. So then I'm sorry, I'm doing I'm, but I mean, I'm so getting you, a lot of my day. That's okay. But with Tower of Terror, you did it. How did you feel after you did it? And have you done so it again proud, since? And I have really? done it again That's since. That's good. Okay. And when I'm doing it, the person sitting next to me can't feel their hands <laughs> after a certain amount of time. They're just like, oh my God, please let go. Please, can you just let go? <laughs> then if I'm very lucky, I will catch a show. Okay. Little Mermaid, mm -hmm. 15 minutes. I don't care what anybody's doing. We're going. Me walk out, very happy, go straight to Star Wars. Okay. Amazing. So good. Go to Stunt Show. Yes. Stunt Show, so great. So good. Do you do Toy Story Land while you're there? Um, did Toy Story Land the last time I went. Absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. The figures walking around. So, yeah, it's just So amazing. good. Yeah. So, yes, definitely do Toy Story. Okay, so you're already on your third theme park. Yeah, we're, the, going, to all the, the we're park. going to all the... Well, you have to go to all the parks. You can't go to Disney and miss one out. I mean, it's your dream day. You can it cram them in. It doesn't work okay. if you don't... Which one have I not done? Epcot. Yes. What would I do first? Nemo. Yep. Sharks. Mm-hmm. They've got the most amazing aquarium. Lots of interesting information to be learned. Fantastic education for kids there. You can fulfil the parenting. I've taught my kids something. Tick. <laughs> Go to Soaring, 
blow your minds at soaring. Soaring is one of the most amazing rides I've ever seen. Yeah. Then I would go left and go down to test track. Tom and Buzz were on that ride last time they went on it. It was at night time. And it was, you know when you go, let's go one more time before we leave. Mm. And something had happened and they needed to get off <gasps> and he needed to walk. Buzz uh, thought it was the most fun wow. thing ever. Like so being on cool. this ride. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's quite it. exciting. Mm. Yeah. The other thing I think about when you do visit um, a part like that is that you feel safe. Yeah. Always. Every ride, everything that you go to, every meal that you eat, every, you know that it is absolute in their number one yeah. mission is to be safe. Yeah. And I really like that. Davina, in your dream day, mm. you've also got meet and greets. Mm. So is there anyone that along the way go, you know what, I'm going to stop. I want to see Chewie again for another yeah. hug. Okay. I mean, you've just <laughs> hit yes, the nail on yes. the head. Because I, in terms of meet and greets, Chewie is a mountain. I'm going to show you a picture after this. Okay. He's enormous. And it was the best hug I have ever had. And all of my family said the same. Really? They were absolutely blown away by how gorgeous he was. We were all very scared of Darth Vader. We went for a meet and greet with him, but we were too scared to stand close to him. And have Kylo you done? Ren, absolutely yeah. petrifying. Petrifying. They are nasty through and through, yeah. they are. They're dark side. Dark side. Yeah. Bad. 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 Bad Darth Vader. Bad. <laughs> we are now on your fourth yeah. park. That's my final fourth and final Are you park. sure? Because... We might have to go to a show in the evening. That's what I mean. So I might go seeing? back to Magic Kingdom. Okay. We just need to see the lights at the castle and then... Fan- I can never remember the name of it. Fantasia? Fantasia. Fantasmic. Fantasmic. That's in yeah. Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Okay. So are you seeing both? Yes. Are you doing time hopping? Are you... Yes. Okay. So yes. in the one night... No, so... Davina, your dream Disney day consists of four parks. Yes, and every single ride, two every park different and, night yeah. attractions. Can't, ask me to <laughs> Can't do it. So we have so you're seeing Fantasmic, and yes. you're also going to see Happily Ever After. Yes, at the castle. Yes, talk to me about that because that is always such a big moment. You've had this amazing day. Mm. How do you feel at the end of it when you're stood? And also, where do you stand? Um, what's nice is as the kids have got older, we can all stand and we can all kind of lean on or something or, you know, we're fine. But it is amazing how everybody gets to find a space. Everybody gets to see what's happening. I think because the castle's so big and tall, it means that, you know, there is space on there to project to everybody. Like everybody gets to see it. And because the music's so amazing and the lights kind of spread in the sky and then obviously fireworks and stuff like that I mean the fireworks are crazy right yeah really breathtaking yeah and I was thinking like the millennia wasn't as good as this like this is off the charts I I just can't believe that they do that every single night every single night because I think the music is so emotive as well Mm. it's so uplifting it's like you say it's everything that you need Mm. it to be Mm. I think what I really like about Disney is that we are all really happy there. No one is kind of saying, I don't want to be here. Nobody is saying, oh, can we go home? Everybody says yes to everything. We all become incredibly magnanimous and giving. And if somebody says, I really want to go here, we all go, oh, yeah, let's go over there. We're incredibly harmonious as a family when we're there. And as a mother, I think that's always the thing that I love the most. But I think the general feeling is of happiness and to have all of us as a family just generally happy 
is so rare that everybody's happy all at the same time. Yeah. And we do all just forget everything that's happening at home or if anybody's upset about anything or it all just goes away. And I, as a parent, then I think I go to bed feeling like I've done a good job, you know. Mm. Like I've not only looked after my kids, but I've had an added bonus of having the best time of my life. Have you got a favourite ever Disney holiday memory? I think probably it would be the first time any of it, like as a family, we walk into Magic Kingdom and there's a little bit of us that each time we come home, we park Disney mm. and then we rev up again <laughs> as we know it's coming the next year and we think, oh my goodness, this is it. We're going back again and everybody starts kind of whooping and then we walk into Magic Kingdom and the music starts, I think, as a family, that first day is always the best. Yeah. It's so good. It, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> We're now going to play a little game. Yeah, great. Called the Lightning McQueen Quickfire Round. Oh, yes, great. So I'm going to give you two things. Yes. And you've got to choose your favourite. Okay. As quick as you like. Okay, okay, okay. Ariel or Mary Poppins? Ariel. <laughs> Dull Whip or Churros? Um, churros. Thrill Ride or Character Meet and Greet? Thrill Ride. Poncho on water rides or get soaked? Get soaked. You've got to, haven't get you? Get soaked, yeah. Um, Fantasyland or Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios. Planner or play by ear? Planner. It's the only way to do Planner. it. Planner. The itinerary's under the door. Do you know when people say it's like your wedding day, you've got to really enjoy the build-up because otherwise it's it's been and gone before you know it. And I think once you're planned, you can relax and enjoy yes. the day. If you don't know what you're doing, you're never relaxed. And you waste time going, yeah. oh, can we go here? Should we do that? Who, who wants yeah. to do that? Or seeing if you're in a big group, if you can get in. Mm. Just organise. Okay. Uh, the teacups or Splash Mountain? Splash Mountain. Uh, Disney merch or holiday attire? Disney merch. Thrill seeker or bag holder? Thrill seeker. In terms of bags, what do you have while you're in Disney? Um, bum bag. Yes. Only way. Uh, only way. Yeah. I mean, I have a Disney wardrobe of clothes that I wouldn't normally be seen dead in in London <laughs> that I only wear in Disney. And it's mostly trainers. Yeah. Trainers, shorts and tops. Yeah. And then ridiculously sequined bum bags. But they're Fanny coming packs. in. Fanny packs. But they're coming <laughs> in now. Like, I can remember our first Disney holiday, getting my first fanny pack and being like, absolutely, but not wearing it at home. But now, you know... No, I don't think I can do a funny pack yet. No, I think I think we should. So, when I be we'll do it on the cruise. Next year, on the cruise, on the cruise we are bum bag in the whole way. You're going to be like, who is that? <laughs> oh God, it's Davina. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, parks by day or parks at night? Oh, that's really hard. By day, okay. By day, I mean, I I love both equally. That was a really hard one. Well, Davina. Oh God, thank you. Please so don't much. say it's over. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to say it is, but we can continue as much as you like. But as far as this I'm episode is concerned, I'm getting my phone out in a minute. I'm going to bore you rigid with this is me with Chewy, this is me in my bum bag, this is me. I mean, you've got the right audience right here, don't you worry. <laughs> now, as always, I am joined by our Disney insider, Elkie. Elkie, what amazing facts do you have for us today? First of all, can I say what an amazing episode that was? <laughs> Super informative and so lovely as well. So I really enjoyed listening she to that one. She loves Disney. Such a Disney fan. Yes. So for the first bit of insider knowledge, I thought we would touch on the fact that Davina mentioned 
healthy food in Disney. Yes. A lot of people have this, again, misconception. Disney, it's all fast food. And don't get me wrong, I love me some churros, some Mickey waffles. But equally, my favourite quick service location in the whole of Walt Disney World, Satuli Canteen. Have you ever eaten that? No, what is it? Where is it? So in Pandora, the world of Avatar in Disney's Animal Kingdom. So all themed very much Avatar-esque. And what's really cool about this restaurant is the Imagineers who created Pandora, along with James Cameron, who directed Avatar, they wanted to kind of carry on that story. But James Cameron is actually a vegan. So he was like, we absolutely want to have all this delicious food but we want it healthy. We want vegan options. We want those amazing dishes, but also healthy. So I always recommend Satuli Canteen. And also what's really great about this, you can order it on the app ahead of time. So say you are absolutely loving life in Pandora, you're walking around and you're like, I just want to grab someone on the go. You can do that on the mobile ordering app order it ahead of time and then you just go up to a separate line to pick up your food so it's great I saw people doing this the last time we went and I thought it was genius it's just great and whilst to sit down in the restaurant is amazing sometimes yeah you just want to grab something delicious healthy on the go and that is always my must visit amazing what else you got for us Okay, so another thing that Davina mentioned was about keeping fit whilst on holiday. So there is no reason that guests who love to enjoy their fitness, they can't keep on top of it at Disney. On average, you tend to do between seven and eight miles a day just walking, right? So you're going to get your exercise in. But we really do have some really cool things across our resorts, like our running trails. Mm. If you go to guest services, they'll tell you exact routes. And I think you said you did one, didn't you? And yeah, yes. but I didn't know that you can ask for an actual like running track or like like a tra- like a route. Yeah. No, so I was literally running from the Grand Floridian as far as I could, like through the Polynesian up to the transportation centre and back. So you made your own route. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it is. It calculates how far you've run. Tells you how many times to get your five k in. So again, for those fitness fans, it's a really great one. Yeah. Also, we have the Run Disney events and they're so popular because you have that character interaction. You get to run through the parks, but at the end of it, you get these amazing commemorative medals as well. So, you know, if there was ever a time I was going to do a run, it would be for one of those medals. So do those runs happen when the park is closed? So is it either really early hours? Tend to be morning, yeah. yeah. You don't want to um, run late. Than you don't night, want no. to run, no. And it's great because I think the whole element of running, you're getting kind of, and when I say run, you don't actually have to run. So if you did want to do the marathon, you can walk it. Right. If you wanted to do the half marathon, you can. And you see young children, they do a kid's run as well. Oh. And depending on when you visit the parks as well, they have seasonal runs. So like the villains run, (laughs) Halloween time, they do a princess run and people dress up as well. So it's really, it's quite funny seeing kind of all these people like running a half marathon dressed as princesses. So Mm. it's, it's just really, really fun that if you are into your fitness, it's something to definitely check out in case there's a Run Disney event happening. Thank you so much, Elkie. Thanks, G. And just like that, we've come to the end of another episode of Journey to the Magic. 
A massive thank you to my brilliant guest, Davina McCall. And please join me next week when I'll be chatting to Alison Hammond. <laughs>